0: Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. Hey,
1: I'm Andrew, and we are this Jesus Life Podcast. Coming bum, at bum, you in 2024. Bum. Josh. 20, we made 20, it, dude. Four. We did. It's weird. I part of me feels like it could be twenty twenty and that would be totally normal. Somehow we're in twenty twenty four. We're here here, dude. We're getting old. You and I
0: that's because we lost like two or three years through the COVID years. Oh, no. So it's like COVID everybody's times. messed up or it feels like.
1: The dark days. Yeah. There you go. How's your year starting, man? What uh what did break look like for you? How was it? And uh yeah, how's January yeah. going so far?
0: Oh uh, so far so good. Break was good. Uh we had Christmas Eve service in the middle of it, but Um, We took last week off, so that was nice to have a break, though I missed it. So you're like, maybe we don't do this next year. I don't know. We'll see what happens with the church. But um, yeah, it was good. brother was in town, hung out with him for a while. Nice. Um, But yeah, it was a pretty low-key Christmas, though. We'll take it. New Year's, I went to a friend's house for New Year's Eve. I don't know the last time I've been up that late. Uh, My body the next day was like, hey, you're too old for this. You need to go (laughs) to bed at a good time. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so I regret it a little bit but it was fun. We played Bunko. Never played Bunko before. Felt like I've an never old man. even heard of that. But it was a what blast. is that?
1: What is it's that nice game? game?
0: It's essentially oh, okay. like Speed Yahtzee for lack of a better term, but like, oh, nice. there's multiple tables and you kind of move up and down between the rounds.
1: Oh cool. Now it was a lot of fun. fun man. Yeah, it well, yeah. it's cool.
0: That's Cool great. game get to know a bunch of people.
1: Heck yeah. We uh we had like a pretty full start of the break. I took like a week, I took over a week off, which was really nice. Like, and, uh, the nonprofit I work for was closed between Christmas and new year's. Oh, so I like nice. extended a little on each side and a lot of us did that. So I didn't come back feeling like overwhelmed. I just came back like, what is my job and what am I doing now that it's 2024? Yeah. Um, but everybody did that. So worked out, but, uh, Anyway, man, we started by going to Ohio, being with my family there. And that was really good, except we traded colds uh, when we were there. So that led to like being sick for a little after Christmas and honestly, a little bit through now. Um, So our New Year's Eve was like Jenna and I put the girls to bed early. Uh nice. we gave them special drinks, like pop and something else, which they were fired on. I up thought you about. drugged
0: your children so they go to sleep. No,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> no, we just call like any form of not water uh okay. at dinner special drinks for them. Gotcha. So like they love like birch beer or you know, grape juice or juice or whatever, stuff like that. But <laughs> we have very minimal celebration. Then we like we were in bed by ten. We were both nice. so tired from being sick. We're like, "There's no way <laughs> we're getting anywhere near the ball drop." Uh, it was pretty lame. Yeah, but
0: and you guys don't, you guys yeah. don't get to do like the New York ball drop uh, early mm-hmm. and then hit, hit the hay. Like you're stuck. No,
1: not at all. Not wait. at all. It's real time over here. We're on the same time zone.
0: You could yeah. do like the Australian ball drop. I guess it'd be on the tape already yeah. at that point.
1: Yeah, totally. Okay. Right. They're like 14 hours ahead. We probably, yeah, we should have done that. (laughs) Hang out with the Aussies next time via live stream. Um, Yeah, dude. How's, uh, how are you feeling? Kind of start. Okay. Wait, before I get serious, uh, I was, I don't do a lot of new year's resolution Um, around this time of the year. I, I do typically ask like, God, what's like a new season? Am I in a new season and what is it? So, like, maybe we could talk a bit about that. But I did see uh, I did see this reel of a guy saying, like, hey, I always ask people, like, what's your New Year's resolution? And a lot of people just say, I don't want to do that. Uh, but then he's like, but then I tell them, like, oh, that's lame. But, like, you know, last year I did the Tremendous Pasta Challenge where I tried <laughs> as many types of pastas as I could. And that was cool, but I'm not sure it was better than Fruit, Fruit Explosion the year before where I just... <laughs> bought fruit every time i saw it and didn't recognize it and tried that and uh yeah like have you what would your funny new year's resolution be if uh if it was like this is the year of pasta explosion this is the year of yeah. whatever i feel
0: like that needs to be more of a thing in general like that would make It'd life be a more really entertaining.
1: good thing yes
0: uh probably like what if you tried like every burger in your city and rank them well, you got to oh, try every burger.
1: Burger like, mania, we're talking,
0: yeah. Dude. We're talking like the crappy burgers at the at yep. the fast food restaurants Everyone. as well. Yep. And you just yep. rank them throughout your year. Yep. That'd be fun.
1: Yeah. Well, to make it fair, you'd have to go back through every fast food one. Like it's probably yeah. been a while since you've had a burger from Sonic or Mickey D's or bit or you know any of those. But you got to try true. them all and like Excel sheet this thing. You which know, if i was doing I was that i like start big with poster the on the
0: wall and like make it a team activity
1: that's better that's better you should do that one low key resolution i have is to make my girls love tacos cuz they're oh, like yeah. that's fair they're like other than fish tacos they don't like tacos and i'm really? like what are you doing like beef and cheese and beans like how do you not like all forms of tacos so Dude, that's one of my uh, low-key resolutions
0: that should be a goal in life like I feel like if if they graduate high school and they don't like tacos that Dude. may be a failure on your part
1: I know and like, like you they put in the have- failure column they have taco trauma because they tried it one time but they tried like the spicy taco uh, sheet what did you, you call them
0: something else like do they recognize tacos or you're just like hey oh, guys, they recognize? Let's have- <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were I should just call them all burritos uh that's oh, yeah, what yeah. I should do I should make them a little bigger and call, call them burritos and just that's experiment funny. until they fall in love with tacos maybe that's, that's what funny. I'll do um yeah man the taco challenge that's my uh and I'm going to use that as an excuse to eat a lot of tacos too, which I yeah, already know. have want to, to test do. them ahead of time. Yeah. Right? Like but there's some spots sure I good. haven't tried around here that I'm like, I got. We're gotta, getting, dude,
0: we're, now that you've left going. us, we're getting good taco shops in town. Like authentic Are you? taco really? shops.
1: Man, yeah. that was always the thing. I'm like, I came out of that
0: owns like essentially it's becoming a chain because they just opened like their third one on the east side of town and they are very good tacos.
1: Man, I love good tacos. That was always a mystifying thing about Colorado. I'm like, I came from Indiana, like college before moving to Colorado, and we had killer Mexican food everywhere in the small town, all over Indiana. And I'm like, Colorado's way closer to Mexico. How do we not? And it's like apparently, this dry, arid climate. Apparently, Mexicans
0: don't like cold. I don't know. They're just like, we're not going <laughs> no. there. No, thanks.
1: We're going to veer around Colorado. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm happy for you, though. Did, uh okay. Did you have any more serious? Like, uh, we were talking about this episode, people, of what to do. And since this is our first one of the year, we did want to kind of talk resolutions and also more like, seasons and if there's anything God's like preparing us for in this year. And then it seems like we're going to go into a Holy Spirit uh season like a series on the Holy Spirit shortly after that. So stay tuned. We're getting back in action. But uh Josh is there like I guess what season would you say God has you in now? Like what have you been in? And then like do you sense that there's like any new big thing he's calling you into or readying you for in 24, 2024. And what does that look like, man?
0: Yeah. Like I'm not a guy that does like words of the year. Um, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. It's just one, it wasn't my tradition I grew up in. And two, I don't know, yeah. just, just never really came up. Um, but over the last like, man, probably six months, um, God's been kind of stirring I shouldn't even say stirring. Like God's been prompting me to do things that I just haven't been doing. Um, and one of those things is just like intentional times of prayer. Like I spend time with God every day, um, but it's not like I'm, I'm reading through scripture and, you know, journaling and those types of things, but it's not like intentional times of like, Hey, God, I want to see you do big, miraculous things in in the yeah. lives of those around me and those that we come in contact with as the church and the neighborhood that we're in. Um, and even, you know, through our anniversary week, we had a night of prayer and that was the first one, you know, officially we hosted for our whole community. Uh, and it was, yeah. it was an incredible night, not just from an emotional standpoint, but just like, here's the body coming together to pray for big, crazy things. Um, yeah. And, you know, we're in a area of town that it's just dark, right? Like mm. it's, it's, it's a level of spiritual warfare that we're going to have to fight and it's going to be fought, you know, through prayer. Um, and we just haven't been doing it. Um, one, yeah. it's exhausting to do, like, let's be honest. Yeah. Real prayer life is is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes some work. Um, but I, I want to see more of, of what God's up to. So that's kind of been in the back of my head for a while and, you know, it, it pop up here and there and I just kind of, yeah, that's something we need to do, but never do anything about it. And then over the last kind of week, <clears throat> um, a handful of different promptings from different places were just like, no, this is like, this is, you want to see God do something. This is the work that we're going to have to do. And it kind of uh-huh. all came to a conclusion. Our community group met last week or this week and someone in our group was sharing about, um, you know, asking God to do the mundane things and not creating a plan B to take care of it, um, just asking God to do it. Um, and you know her. Her big thing was like, I believe God can. I've I've no doubt in my mind that He can. I know we've talked about this idea on the podcast, but she's like, but I don't think He wants. He will do it for me. So I create backup yeah. plans just to get it yeah. taken care of. Yeah, if he yeah. doesn't show up. Uh, right. And even in the talk of that, I was like, yeah, like. And then I was thinking through. You know, my season of prayer was was pretty heavy through. It was probably like Aprilish through September. This was just begging God to do some pretty incredible things, and He ended up doing them way beyond. I. I I even thought he could, so I shouldn't say thought he could; thought he would. <clears throat> um, yeah, but it was the level of intentional prayer that I just petition God constantly through that um, that I want to bring back into my daily rhythm. So it's figuring out what that rhythm looks like on the regular this year. Um, yeah. You know, we did a series on the Lord's Prayer last year, and go back and take a mm-hmm. listen. Um, that's kind of stuck with me. Um, but also just continuing to study and unpack that and looking at, looking how it shows up in our lives. Like our lives are so spiritual in general that we don't acknowledge or realize. Um, And the, uh, um, and the fight that's at, at, that's waging war that's constantly at play in our society that we don't even acknowledge. Um, Yeah. But, so I, I think of like the Lord's Prayer and you know, Lord's prayer is, you know, deliver me from the enemy. Just that idea. Um, you know, help me in the midst of temptation, let your kingdom come. Like just unpacking those ideas over the last six months, I think that's been a big thing of like I'm going to introduce a, a daily rhythm where I'm praying that, you know, two, three times yeah. a day. I haven't decided what that looks like. Um, and then a handful of different scriptures that I want to memorize to hopefully internalize at a deeper level. Um, so those can come into play, but I start a fast on Sunday. Um, I think, I'm a, this is going to be my practice ground to practice some of these new disciplines that I haven't really done consistently before and see what happens with them. But, um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is just more. I want to see more hope in our community. I want to see more um more of the gospel just impact people's hearts and lives. And I think for that to happen, we need more, more time with Jesus, more, more grit, Mm. more pushing through and, and more prayer. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of our, our tagline for the year is, is more, Mm. um, for Hill city, but, um, that's cool. Stumbled upon it. Wasn't planning for it. Um, but that's, uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. I just shared that with our ministry team yesterday. So it's fresh
1: prayer right? Or the season of prayer. I, uh, I've i called things the year of before, as we've talked a bunch about like the year of the chicken, the year of focus. But dude, honestly, that's been like my two words for the last four years now, um, I think. And it's weird. Like when when you move into a new one, it's not like, hey, everything that you learned in that previous season is done. It's just like, okay, here's the next like major focus uh, type of thing. And I I was just curious, like it, it's good time to like think about like, all right, what's ahead in this year? And as I like coming into, you know, the end of the calendar year, Christmas break, uh, January, all of that, it's a good time to be like, God, what do you have in store for me? Um, and is there a way I could like mark that with a word or a symbol or a thing? Um, and I was, I was doing some of that. I was praying about it and thinking about it, not really expecting God to like, give me anything other than like the season of focus still. Cause I've been in that for like close to two years and it's been like right on, it's been exactly what I've needed. Um, but I had this crazy, I had a crazy experience, man. I went to bed and I was like feeling kind of sick, um, and went to bed early and i woke up in the middle of the night and i was uh i was like praying uh when i woke up and it was like i woke up um mid conversation and uh and it it wasn't that i could hear god audibly um but i could really really sense what god was saying in response to what i was saying like really clearly and it was super nuts um but the I'll just say I won't go like in detail on what I was talking about, but like the theme of like the topic what we were talking about was joy. Um, and and it was cool. Uh, just, But it was confusing because like I had this conversation with God. I I literally had the thought as it like kind of ebbed off and I got to be fully awake, like should I just like grab a piece of paper and write this down before I forget parts of it? And I didn't, uh, and I, I wish I did now, um, but I didn't. And I'm like, no, like, I know the theme will stick with me tomorrow, and like, we'll see what comes out of it. Uh, now I have a journal next to my bed so that if that happens again, I can write it down. But, um, but this idea of joy was like sticking with me. And I kept asking God, like, what was that? Like, can you remind me more about the conversation? Cause I like lost part of it, but kept part of it. And um and I kept thinking about it and praying about it. And then it just struck me, <clears throat> it was like, uh we choose joy and I choose joy. Um and like I think that's the theme of like what what God's preparing me for. Not like not like what's coming.
0: He didn't tell could me be this very been... exciting or very terrifying. <laughs>
1: I know. I know. But like dude, I don't know what's going to happen in the year. Yeah. You and I were joking about like, it feels like something's crazy is coming, you know? Uh, before it's an election we hit year. Record.
0: Something's coming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an election year. Like there's so much change in the air. Like there's a lot happening. Who knows? There's right? billionaires um, building
0: bunkers. Like we don't know what's yeah, going
1: on. There's stuff happening, man. Um, But like, but I, I realized I'm like, this isn't, it's not necessarily a word that's just, for me. I feel like the theme of we choose joy is is important. And it's like a thing for our family, you know, our little family of four of like, we're going to choose joy through the year, whatever happens. And like, dude, five-year-old, three-year-old, there's like constant ups and downs in our day of like, could be a really great hour. And then could be an hour of just screaming and fighting over nonsense, right? Like, and that's just going to happen. So even if that's the stuff that Jan and I need to choose joy through, then that's enough to shape us uh, as people. If like there's big changes that come in our life and we need to choose joy through them, that's enough too. you know. But like even with exactly what we're working with right now, I know that choosing joy is going to be an impactful thing. So I'll show that's you good. this, Josh. I did a little... It's not that good. I'll probably redo it. It just says, we choose joy, Hannah's 2024. Um, But I just did this little simple wood plaque thing that I like made flat on the bottom so it can stand up. And I'm going to like try to use it as like a centerpiece on the table throughout the year and a thing on the mantle that we can see or the window that we it's right in clear sight that we can see uh, through the year. But it's cool it's cool, man. Like, but it's, it's a, we, as our family, we're going to choose joy, you know? And Jana's reaction was similar to yours of like, man, is this like a horrible thing? And I didn't get the sense that it is at all. Um, But even in that first, like waking up in prayer, weird, cool experience, um, the we like joy is like one thing that I was talking to God about is like, joy shows up most uniquely when there's like a lot of trouble in your life and in the world, you know, and Mm -hmm. dude, just with like, just the election year tension alone, um, there's going to be a lot of like people not choosing joy, uh, in our country nonstop this year, you know, tomorrow marks January 6th, which is like one of the most divisive days in recent history. Um, and oh, that never
0: occurred to me before.
1: Yeah. And like, dude, there's going to be a lot of people. It's my dad's birthday as well.
0: So I wasn't paying uh, much attention to January 6th. I didn't
1: know that. I didn't know that. And like, anyway, man, like for me, it's just like, I think it's one way we can really like exhibit Christ and like look like Christ in to Mm -hmm. people around us is if we're consciously like, nope, we're going to choose joy. We're going to choose the fruit of the Holy spirit and, and react in that way. And I know that's not just our power or will or anything like that, but I think it's like a cool mindset that, that we can take into the year and I can take into the year. So that's where I'm at, man. So 2024 come what may, I'm going to try (laughs) to choose joy. Like, but I wrote it down in that physical way to, uh, to, to put it in front of myself for all the moments I want to forget. That's a thing. Um, yeah. You know, later today, tomorrow, whenever it
0: is six months from now. Yeah. I think too, like even as you were talking and I know you're doing this, but um, you know, God giving, you know, whether God gives you a, a sense or a, you have a feeling or you have a word um, or a dream that you feel like God's placed on your heart for this life, like, or for this year, like there's work that, has to be done now. So using Andrew's example of joy, like we don't have joy outside of Christ. And if you don't have a thriving relationship or you're spending time with him on a regular basis, and when I say regular, I mean daily basis, if not multiple times a day um, with him, like when, say it's a bad thing that you're gonna run up against. If you didn't do the work ahead of time, becomes really difficult to do the work in the midst of it. Um, And it's really hard to find the joy and the hope in the midst of it if you didn't have the solid foundation before you got there. Um so I think for a lot of us it's just a good reminder of like if you haven't built these habits you've got to build these habits like these are the like remember this is the god of the universe he wants to talk with you and be with you how mind boggling yeah. is that why would you ever want to limit that time you'd want as much of that time as you possibly can get um mm-hmm. and and you know pack into your day Um, But it's that time and that foundation of relationship that you're fostering and building, being honest and vulnerable in those conversations and and seeking his wisdom rather than your own wisdom in those conversations, choosing to be dependent uh, on him um, throughout uh, those days. Like it's that work that gets done. So when something does happen, good or bad, um, in the future, you're prepared for it. And I think that's one of the reasons God gives us things ahead of time is, you know, he wants to prepare for it. But oftentimes we just... Yeah. And we squander the opportunity and then it hits us and then we're falling apart and we're like, Where's our joy? Like we're not paying like where's yeah. God in all this? And God's like, I've been telling you for six months. Right. Like Right. Like, I needed you to get ready for this and, and you missed it. Mm-hmm. And now you're suffering the consequences of it. Um, yeah. not that he's gone anywhere, not that he can't continue to intervene, but um mm-hmm. like I think we'd see more fruit um, in our own lives that we choose to foster and, and build those foundational places where we find joy constantly. Um and, you know, where we build our trust in, in who God is. Um, so we're ready yeah. for the hard times or even the, maybe it's not even hard times. It's just, you know, exciting times of growth, uh, in our own lives or in the lives around us. And you just feel like you're, you're just gasping for air to keep up, right? There's a variety mm-hmm. of different ways that, you know, tension shows up in our lives, um, that we have to know how to deal with and continue to keep faith and continue to keep joy, um, at the forefront of what we're doing. <clears throat> Like it's it's better to do it that way than just try to white knuckle it um, when you're in the midst of it and you know force something that's not actually true of your character, um, yeah. Because you just want to you know stay um, stay aligned with whatever you felt like the word of the you know that God gave you this year was. But as Andrew was talking, that's kind of the thing that that hit me. And and I know with Andrew and and Jana, this is, you know, something they already practice. But as those listening, I know this isn't common practice for most Christians, which, you know, is disappointing and sad that you have an opportunity to connect with the Almighty and you choose to live your life as you want to live it rather than with Him. So don't miss these opportunities. It's it's life-changing.
1: Yeah, man. And, dude, I'd encourage you, like, uh, that – you you're wrestling with, like I heard it's like the season of prayer for, for your church and for you, um, of like, if you're going to take ground for the kingdom, it's going to come through prayer, um, in the community and place that you find yourselves in, in Colorado. And, uh, like, I don't know how to, for me, it's been so meaningful to commemorate, like, what is the thing that is the focus, right? Like what season am I in? Um, and to make a, like, I've shown you my chicken a lot of times, my mm-hmm. little wooden chicken. And as goofy as it is, having a simple thing like that has been a big deal for me because I, I mm-hmm. see it throughout the year. I see it throughout a couple mm-hmm. years, right? And it's like, then I have something to think about and something to talk about. And like, anytime the year of the chicken, if, like, um, if I'm not believing that God is faithful and I have this chicken staring in my face. I'm like, well, I got to think back to all of what he did in that season of my life and before and now, and like, yeah, God's faithful. Why am I doubting that? You know? Um, So like having a physical, something like that that stares you in the face um, has been huge for me. So I don't know if it's appropriate or whatever to do something like that for your church or something that hangs by your coffee maker or somewhere that you see every day at home. But, uh, but I, I'd encourage you like, think about how do you commemorate like this is a season we need to pray in mm-hmm. and like put it in front of yourself at least. And yeah. maybe, maybe your church uh, in a different way.
0: Yeah. For us, we had, we have a young kid, a part of our ministry that he's dedicated to just sit in our worship center in the prayer position all year. Uh-huh. So we can be reminded he's never going to move. Um, wow. So it's gonna be a rough year for him. But I think for everybody else, that good reminder to see, yeah. especially when he's like in month three, month four, when like, probably his body starts to break down, I would assume, like that we yeah. really get to remember. Just kidding. No, <laughs> we have stickers coming. That's, that's how we have a... We have a, a um, Uh, Uh, lack of a better better. bulletin board type thing uh, that will have it on in the worship center, but also um, stickers are coming. That's cool. That's cool.
1: Stickers are coming. No, that's good too, man. Like something you throw on your water bottle, coffee cup, whatever. And then you're reminded, right? Like that's the whole thing. (laughs) Like one Ray, our friend from, uh, from when I lived in Colorado, I always remember he was teaching one time about the Israelites, like some passage of, of the old Testament Israelite journey, maybe in Exodus. And, uh, he was talking about like, man, we look at them and we're just like, you guys are so forgetful. How'd you, mm-hmm. how did you miss out on God? Like he was leading you day and night. He was feeding you. Like, how did you ever doubt him? You know? And, uh, but then he flipped it and he's like, God, how quick I am to forget everything you've done in mm-hmm. my life you know like god let me mm-hmm. remember your goodness let me remember your faithfulness your um your provision well, in my life you know and that whole and thing is like active
0: good. i think that's yeah. the piece that we forget we think like yeah. oh this is so big i'll never forget it but like it's active and if it's not a part of your prayer life thinking god like god did some pretty incredible things this last year for me personally and yeah um i get stopped in my tracks every once in a while when i think about it you're like holy crap god like you're beyond good. Like it's beyond um, what I ever thought was going to be possible. And you showed up in in such an incredible way that I was begging you to show up in, and you did it. Um, I don't deserve it. Like, look at, look at the selfishness that still exists inside of me. Look at the lack of humility that's still around. Like I don't deserve any of these things. And yet you, you gave them because you were good. Like, I think there's those things that kind of hit you, but like, if you're not, Introducing them into your prayer life on a regular basis, thanking God for those things. It's really easy to to forget about them, um, or yeah. even like what Andrew saying earlier, like just that simple, um, you know, being prompted in the middle of the night kind of thing, and him not yeah. writing it down, and then him struggling to kind of figure it out. Like that stuff happens all the time too. Or you're you're spending time yeah. with God, and you write something down, and this is why I journal when I spend time with God because at least you have a record of it. Whether you go back and read, it, it's another story. But having a record yeah. of it is is at least the first step. And then you go back a few months later and you just happen to be, you know, flipping through that book uh, and you're like, oh, shoot, I completely forgot that God said that or he you know, <laughs> yeah. helped me understand yeah. that, that wisdom or that truth. Uh, and I completely, you know, moved on from it. Uh, yeah. But I think, I think this is a regular practice of like, where are you putting these things in your life? Um, hmm. Whether it's a physical thing like Andrew's talking about. Um, yeah. or it's, uh, a, a new habit that you choose to participate in, yeah. um, or yep. it's a place, maybe it's a place where, um, you go back and visit, um, because it, it reminds you of what God did, uh, in that place or near that place or wherever you, wherever you were when, when God did it. Um, so yeah, I think dude. there's a lot of that too, um, that we can yeah. institute in our lives. So we're not forgetful people because as much as we give a hard time to the Israelites, like <laughs> totally. now's changed in the human condition, we're still totally, very man. forgetful people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let's never, uh, let's never look down on them too hard. We, uh, we have plenty of our own faults and let's be real. If you were born in that 40 years and you got used to seeing the fire in the night and the smoke in the day, every day of your life, you'd be like, yeah, it's just sun and moon. Like, doesn't matter. It's just normal. You know, like how quick you are to forget. Um, but yeah, man, like, I don't know. I'm encouraged at whatever's ahead this year for you and, uh, and, and for me, like I, and for the people we're a part of their lives in, you know, like it's, it's cool to hear that you're like, our church is going to be dedicated to pray. And as you know, the pastor of that church, you better be leading the way in that. So like, you better have a couple of those stickers, one, every place you're going to see it because, you're right, man. Like we we fight against not just flesh and blood, but like powers and principalities of this world. They're a real deal. Like having them influence all the time. And if God's that's revealed true. to you, like you better pray if you want to take ground in this community. Then like you better pray, man. Like yep, and it revealed to me, like you better choose joy um, this year. And I'm like, I don't know what that's gonna look like. I've I've tried to predict each time he's been like here's a season you're in. I've tried to make a good guess at what that means and I've never had a good answer of what yeah. actually comes. So I'm not even actually trying to make that many predictions on what that means. I'm just trying yeah. to remember it for now. And then as those things come out, I can tell stories of like what mm-hmm. resulted when by the power of the Holy Spirit, we were able to choose joy, right? And you could tell stories over time of like what happened that you never saw coming as a result of prayer mm-hmm. over that intersection or house or coffee shop or person or thing mm-hmm. or vision or whatever, you know? But, but when you, when you mark the, the season or mark the, the moment you're in, then you can look back. And like you were saying, whether it's journaling or like, how you do a book of the Bible and you get uh, Josh gets a book of the Bible that's like printed and there's one page that's Bible verses. And on the other side, it's like, take all your notes here. And that's how he like journals through it. And it's cool. Cause then like, you can look back and say, what did God teach you? Teach me through Mark, you know, or through mm-hmm. whatever book of the Bible you were reading. Um, But, but honestly, I think it's just like the easy default is to just like get catapulted into 2024, land here for a minute, wake up in February, be dreaming about summer, and suddenly it is summer, then we're going to be moving into 2025 before we know it. And it's like, whoa, I don't know what God did in my life. But I think for me, at least pausing and being like, God, what season am I in? Is it still the season of focus, right? Or is it something else? Like, what it, What do you want to teach me? Like, can you tell me the theme it at least helps helps me look for stuff and that that allows me to like ask for things too like god how how are you using joy in my life to impact people i can ask him those questions like how are how am i terrible at joy and why do i need to learn this so deeply <laughs> you know like where what are the roots of me struggling with joy coming from you know could you break those and reveal something to me yeah. like it it gives Sounds you different good. questions to ask god i guess when you like can lay out here's something I feel like God has put on my heart as the season that we're in, you know,
0: that's good. That's good, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be an interesting year for all of us. Uh, I think yeah. God's going to, God's going to do something pretty big, um, yeah. Individually in all of our lives. And we're going to be able to be able to tell yeah. the story of it. So be on lookout, yeah, be expecting it,
1: be on the lookout, you know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I uh, I feel like it's going to be an awesome year. And I don't know what awesome is going to mean when we get further into it and towards the tail end of it. But I don't know, man. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad we got 2024 here. It still blows my mind that it is 2024. And every time I have to write it down, I write 2023, uh, which that's going to happen for a while. Um, but <laughs> anyway, man, happy new year.
0: I'm glad you're here. Happy new year. I'm glad I got uh, to hear those listeners thanks for it. listening. Hopefully we were helpful to you. Share this with your friends or family um, that may be helpful to them as well as their journey on this Jesus life uh, alongside of us. Um, We start a Holy Spirit series. We're not experts on the Holy Spirit. I think we had it episode before, um, but we want to learn more about the Holy Spirit and our interactions with him. So I think that's, that's the selfish side of it, but hopefully in our learnings um, you have an opportunity to walk with us and um, develop that relationship with him as well. Um, But Andrew, my friend, my buddy, Good to see you.
1: Good to see you, dude. Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us, and we hope that it helps bring you closer in your relationship with Jesus
0: and with other people. And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you.